Now, yeah. we have never been on a Spotify playlist. Yeah? You keep their naming. We've never been on a Spotify playlist before. Okay? Mm-hmm. Never. The song We Live Here is on these playlists. The song has been out for two and a half months now. Yeah. Two and a half months. Now, I looked at some of the other artists on here. Right? This is the most I've ever seen black artists on these playlists. Some mm-hmm. of the songs are from 2018. That is how clueless these people are. It's like, oh shit, we just we need to fucking diversify this fucking yeah, playlist. THTC, the UK's leading ethical streetwear label. Organically grown and ethically built garments from hemp, organic cotton and other sustainable materials. 2019 is their 20th anniversary year. Join me with THTC as a Killer Keller podcast sponsor celebrating music, social activism, hemp and street culture. THTC, eco-fashion redefined since 1999. 101.4 FM, 24 hours a day, all genres. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's that Tuesday morning flex. Killer Keller podcast live and direct. Big shout out to Graffiti Kings inside the place. Uh, Giving it edgy and urban as always. Doing it well. Share and share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit the subscribe buttons. All that business. Um, And uh, yeah, we are working from the ground up today. Two friends of mine. Two friends of mine that I've known from their inception um, as in what, in my opinion, is to be the forerunners of uh, grime and punk, undeniably so as well, with the, the, the venom spit of a frustrated youth uh, and, uh, well, very much in keeping with everything that's going on here in our world right now. They've got this album popping called We Live Here and it's fucking nuclear. How are we, boys? Bob Villain. Yeah, I'm good. We're good, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think the intro kind of says it. We can go home now, can't we? The intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done it, <here>, right? <laughs> Done it, right? <laughs> Most compliments we're going to get for a while, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to, it could go one way or the other, can't it? Yeah. I mean, like, to say you boys have put in um, some under the radar graft. And this is the thing, it's with a lot of new acts because you, you guys are. People think that it just comes out of nowhere. Boom, look, here you go, exposure. Don't work like that. You can be, I mean, you guys, like, now I'm thinking you're pushing on three or four years, aren't you? Um, Must be three. This is our third. Yeah, this is our third, third year. Third year. Yeah, coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, so, so, so we've got vocalist Bobby, raise one hand. (laughs) <laughs> producer as well and then we have drummer and co-writer Bobby and spiritual yeah. inspiration let's not forget yeah, yeah you go the muse very himself much, right very much uh, very much the spiritual inspiration of of everything yeah, yeah. Um, influences are pretty fucking broad for both of you I mean it, but it it translates in so many ways across an album, doesn't it? I mean, what 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 kind of influences have been going on in in creating this one? Um, well, I think this one is less musical influences and more 
kind of conversations that we've had um, through um, through kind of like our time touring and um, rehearsing and playing and just kind of like, you know, chilling and just kind of just conversations that we've been having throughout this this journey, as we said, like coming up on on um, three years. Mm. Um, yeah, and just this continuous kind of like back and forth um, about the, you know, about how how the like it, just how the world has changed in the last three years we just mm. kind of having this conversation back and forth for the last you know three years and traveling around and seeing things um books that we're reading and then conversations on those and um i think this is probably the project that has been most influenced by things outside of music mm. And I think that really does show because, like, say, we've spent a lot of time in the same bed, on the same floor, whatever it is, you know. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) hey, this touring man, that's the touring life. Very close and just kind of like chopping it up, and 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 especially when I think when we've been to other countries and stuff, and saw how saw the kind of the, the the differences, whether they be quite subtle or quite quite drastic. Um, in in culture and how the people are um, react to certain political issues, mm. um, you know, it definitely definitely opens your opens your eyes up to a lot more, you know, um, than just what is happening outside your your window. Very um, lucky, very road. lucky to have the, the the travel gene in your in your work, isn't it? You know, and you're able to. Yeah. You and uh, one thing I always found interesting about, uh, I mean, for, you know. Simple things ranging from you go to America and not one motherfucker even utters the word grime, which is quite nice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then on the flip side, you know, you go to some communities and places around the world, towns and stuff, you know, north of Europe, Scandinavia walks, and you think to yourself, wow, what a ci-. there's elements of civilized community going on. They're like, people aren't like London. You know what I mean? They're fucking, they got it together, <laughs> you know? That's big cities in general, man. Like the bigger the city, like New York, London, I mean, Paris to a degree, or Tokyo, like we have a mentality that the rest of our countries don't share. We're closer to each other than we are to, you know, we are to Birmingham. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, mm. that's a bad example, actually. Yeah, I, I think I think really it's like an ignorance, to be fair, of the people in the city of like they there's this assumption that just nothing nothing like nothing exists outside of the city it's just this kind of yeah it's weird ignorance of like oh like yeah but they're from fucking Brighton so they don't know what's going on do you get me but it's just well they do because it's all the same do you know what I mean the same country as well got to remember a lot of places up north have got it way worse than yeah yeah 100 yeah, you know i mean like the money is in the south the money is yeah. here in the city yeah. it's here in 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 london you got people on people up north and that in smaller towns and even in even in other cities do you know what mm. i mean in 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 liverpool in birmingham um that there's fucking going through hell up there man yeah yeah, yeah. You know what i mean it doesn't get documented yeah, man, because it's not the city, so it doesn't fucking matter. That's kind of the attitude that people have here. It's um, an entitlement, isn't it? 
Yeah. But then we've been we've been lucky to kind of go to smaller. We've been to tiny little places in 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 England and tiny little places in in like the Netherlands, for example. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like small towns. And then we've been to big cities. Been to yeah, played show in New York and whatever Atlanta and mm-hmm. stuff. But also played show in Whitchurch and fucking. Yeah, Whatever that place was kind of near Northampton. I can't Stafford. Remember. Oh, uh, Kettering, is it? Kettering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kettering. Good one. Oh, fucking hell, man. But yeah, yeah, there you go. But yeah, exactly, right? So that's like that yeah. kind of, yeah, it's not just been big cities and stuff like that, you know? No, no, you know when you're winning when you go to the small places. It's actually, it's, you become wider than the uh, net of of a city that has a, has a catchment of a lot of people. You're suddenly going to these smaller places because words got around. And, um, I think, I mean, particularly in today's culture and what's been going on in the world in polit- politically, um, when you talk about like Manchester and Birmingham there, like their music scenes right now are, particularly Manchester, is like bustling. And I think that becomes people's, um, it creates a relevance to, music's always been a radio of information, hasn't it? It's always been the thing that would actually, that, 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 Pitchforks tells people that this is going on in this city and it puts a focus on things. Music has that sort of, it has that thing about it, doesn't it? That gets people's attention on a place. Yeah, 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 for you know sure. I mean? do, you I mean, think, um, do you think a lot of that has, because when I think of the new album from you guys, there is a relevant, there's an urgency of information and pushing a message. But it's one, as much as it has, uh, a, a shit ton of racial references there's also a, a strong message of um what the overall population are going through as well and you know ranging from the queen <laughs> right the way through to you know uh, raising you know rent prices and whatnot you know which is which a lot of city folk no matter where you are up or down the country can totally and utterly relate with the frustrations there you know do, do you feel like you're the album is allowing information to be passed in the way that you you wanted it to. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, obviously, the, the, like you say, there's obviously, well, if you look at who the music is made by, right, it's, it's made by us, like two, dare I say, working class black men, do you know what I mean, that have gone through certain um, social struggles and political struggles throughout our life and, you know, whatever that, whatever that kind of, I don't want to uh, unpack that story of, oh, in school this happened and when I was there, this happened. But it's like, you know, of course, the music is, is going to sound a certain way because we're talking about things that we know we have firsthand um experience with right whether mm. that is personal personal experience or the experience of a, of a friend that you know what I mean we are able to put that into words or mm. sometimes even you know like this shared experience amongst the among the black community do you know what I mean or yeah. working class community or whatever it is so I, I think that's why at the moment it speaks with, like you say, like a kind of has an urgency about it because the problems that are talked about in this project are problems that we've known, we've been facing. 
Like these are not new problems to us. Like the the you know like rent on the rise is not a new problem. Uh, police brutality and like the heavy handedness um, by which the police um, deal with our community mm. um, is not new to us. Um, our frustration with the current um, political climate and um, lack of opportunity, uh, especially for um, young, you know, working class, and then you add, you know, uh, yes. color onto that, then yeah. there is, you know, we, this is not new to us. But I think at the moment, because of the current situation and the protests um, that are happening, and then as well with like, you know, with COVID and people not being able to, people's livelihood being not so secure as they thought it was, mm. I think. It, it's highlighted these problems that we've been facing as a community yeah. to a much wider population. Yeah. And, um, and I think a lot more people now can kind of um, see where we're coming from, even if they're not necessarily issues that they, they face themselves. They see where we're coming from and realize, oh, it, it's not actually so extreme. It's mm. a reflection of, of this um reality that i just was not privy to before until this thing yeah. this catalyst happened and it sparked this movement or this debate or whatever it is yeah we've talked about this before like um mostly me and actually but you know this this whole the covid thing and the fact that we've been locked the reason why we're doing this like this is you know it it's flagged up a lot of uh, probably a lot of musings and perspectives and thought mostly because people are uh, have got a lot more time on their hands to process things and other ways of thinking things through where they would normally have their nine to five to to lean on you know this and, and this this changes the whole lifestyle of people too you know um in in, in a weird way i don't know on one hand it's like it's amazing as a window of fucking opportunity to, to, to really focus on the faults of, of the system of society, looking at it from a, from a purely, how can we fix this practical point of view? Then the other side, you know, with Trump and the, the systemic ways in which these things often seem to feel like played at, there's a puppeteer. There's something that's controlling the way we move and think and feel and um, how much of it is orchestrated from the COVID right way through to the, the triggering things that, that they know will get our goats up. Do you know what I mean? There's this weird kind of balance that I think is playing out in a way that hopefully will work to our benefit. But do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of play here, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, there is. But I think... Maybe less well orchestrated that than like many of us would think. I think it's just that people have power and resources. They can make sure they always have power and resources. They can make sure that whatever situation arises, they can make it benefit them. And that's what's going on at the moment. You know, like none of us can do anything at the moment. We don't have any money, but all the land is going for cheap at the moment. All the businesses that fail every shop that like, becomes available, these guys that have the money can now just buy it up on the sheet and they yeah. can put their stores in there. You know, your 
H&M's or your top man's or your Primark's or like totally. clothes, anybody, they can now, they use this as a, a, an opportunity. Whereas we're just trying to get through this. That's right. That's right. And I feel that with, with, I mean, thankfully the looting has, has kind of held, been held down somewhat. I mean, it, you know, I get, I understand that the anger and the tension and frustration, um, there's some independent shops out there that will that lose out. And like, it's like, it's like war itself. You bomb to rebuild. And the people that rebuild are always the money men that, that sent out the bombs. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, like what we said before, I think, um, you know, there has to be this very, um, there has to be this very careful uh, but necessary distinction between um, riots, looting, and protests. Thousand percent, right? Couldn't agree more. Like there has to be, there has to be this distinction made yeah. and uh, clarification because um, because they're not all one and the same. A riot right. is not necessarily looting, right? right? Regardless of maybe like a popular opinion or consensus, but it's like yeah, and protest doesn't necessarily lead to looting or rioting. Um, mm. um, so yeah, there definitely has to be the you know careful, um, careful consideration when when classifying something as such. And it's also like we said before, a lot of the a lot of the looting that 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 I've been seeing is not been of the pro has not been from the protesters. This hasn't exactly. been like you know from the protesters. Um, it's been kind of by the looks of it from opportunistic. Um, opportunistic people that mm. have just come, you know, to grab a fucking PlayStation or Xbox or whatever, mm-hmm. or have come to undermine the efforts of these protesters and of this movement at 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 you know at a, at, um, at a larger scale. So, yeah. and you've seen it with you know, like we've seen videos, which is quite shocking that nothing has been you know, like it's kind of gone fairly unreported, but obviously through social media we can see these things. Yeah, yeah, totally. Videos of police smashing windows and police spray painting um, windows and and yeah. and smashing cars and stuff like to try to again undermine the efforts of this movement. Yeah, yeah. That you know, it's like that is a very it's a very worrying thing, right? When you yeah, have yeah, people yeah. that are supposed to be there to keep the peace, yeah, taking actions to ensure that that peace is not kept, right? In, ensure yeah, yeah. that, like, the yeah. average person that is maybe not out there protesting becomes so tired that the fact that oh, the windows are broken and the, there's spray paint everywhere and whatnot. But if it's not the protesters and it's police doing it, you know, they're yeah, yeah. They're, they're there to rile the um you know they're there to rile the masses up they're there to rile the you know the population up and undermine this effort that is you know that is you know uh genuine it's yeah yeah effort for for equal rights it's not anything fucking out of do you know what I mean it's not anything like out of the question it's not anything out of like you know out of the ordinary it's just well we you're asking for right, what is so. is right, and, and yeah. this is the thing that I, I I say this. I said it last time we chatted. You know, the window of opportunity in this is outweighs any more moral stance on what 
is deemed as right as protesting and wrong. Like some people were born and they, they, they lived and died without any window of opportunity like this in their lives to, to stand up for, for something so dr drastically important. It's actually unthinkable to, to, to weigh it up and say, well, hold on a minute. Like this opportunity has never, ever happened for, for whatever the circumstances it's come from and the energy to it's been generated, which, which I might add is like richly, like it, it's crazy to think that for years and years and years, this stuff, the police brutality has, has been documented and only now through technology and the, the 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 refusal of like letting this stuff happen anymore it's it's actually come to come to fruition do you know what i mean like it's crazy to think it's it's taken it's, this it, long it isn't really uh, i mean people who have been trying to do this yeah. for a long time there have been riots before about police brutality in the uk and the us like it's just that they weren't at a time where people were so, well, it weren't always at a time where people were so open to change and they weren't so understanding of what it is. Yeah. So, you know, there were less resources, there weren't the internet. So it was essentially, we say, they say. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot easier, like you're talking about, to uh, give an impression out to the masses through a newspaper or through a police uh, chief report and yeah. say, well, this is what they're doing. When in reality, they're undermining the protest or they're undermining what's going on by totally. creating trouble themselves, you know? So right now, I think it's just that this maybe is the first time they can't get away with what they're doing. They've always been mm -hmm. doing this. Like, we've had protests about this before, but now we can show that uh, it isn't as they say the way they frame it isn't just what it is. Yeah, yeah, totally. Go outside of the story, we're starting to find out it's a lot more uh, malice than we ever thought. Yeah, yeah. There's, well, there's heroes out there, man. There's like, I can't remember the gent's name. I said it earlier, didn't I? Richard, is it Richard Hutchinson? I mean, yeah, this I weekend, this weekend, you know, we're, we're talking very close to the, to the, the wire of what's been going on immediately. And like, this weekend with um the the far right getting involved and which was, which was just so bizarre <laughs> just like the, one of the most weird, right? it wasn't i didn't find it that bizarre at all i find it quite well i mean like it's weird in the sense that like they're like so you know we've been out protesting against racism right they're protesting against protests against racism. Yeah. So they're anti-anti-racism. Like, yeah. so they're pro-racism. Yeah. That, that is weird. That's weird. And yeah. when you say it, but I think we all knew it was going to Yeah, happen. of course we know these things like, to be... These, yeah. we've, been, we've been knowing these things, you know what I mean? And these yeah, people, yeah. Exist, you know what I mean? They're neighbours or whatever, but when you think of it, it's a very, like, well, I can't wrap my head around that, right? Like, I can't wrap my head around that of, like, okay, so these people want, they, they want equal rights, right? Like, a, like, so, in order, like, they want equal rights and they want, um, you know, just fair treatment across the, across the board. 
to be treated as anybody else in this country. Okay. I don't want that. Do you get me? Like, yeah. that's weird. That is yeah. weird. I can't yeah. wrap my head around that way of thinking. Neither can I. Because I know. you see if, like, um, if the trans community comes out and says, we're still, um, we're still subjected to X, Y, and Z that you're not subjected to. We still don't have fair access to healthcare, um, to housing, um, to schooling, right? Basic things that everybody should be, should be afforded, right? Now, if they come out and they march, I have to stand by that, right? It's like, if mm. I want my rights, they have to get their rights, yeah, right? So I don't yeah. understand that thing of, like, imagine that. They're coming out and then I'm like, no, you don't deserve your rights, but I want to keep mine. It's just very, it's a very, it's very strange. And then I, again, like I just, I can't wrap my head around that. It's just so, that to me. But it is, it's sort of like, I don't know, that you might know the term double think. It's from a, a book, I'm not going to go too much into it, but it's the ability to be able to think, to like truly believe two opposing things at the same time. And that's what these people do. They'll bend rationale so much to the point where they can make it okay that we have, like, they don't want us to have rights, but at the same time, they want their own rights. They make that rational, mm. even though really there isn't a way to do it. Really, we are closer than we, well, we're more close than we are different. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like it is, they, they make also. There's like, there's so many lines made just to rationalize their division, just to rationalize uh, why they're angry. I think like, yeah, you're you're really just picking at your grasping at straws at that. Well, I think it's just a frustrate. Like it's a jet. Like they're fr- like, yeah, they're angry at some. They're angry at angry at a multitude of things, right? And yeah, um and and they're scared as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, they're scared. Yeah. They're fearful, and uh, to a certain extent, of course, it's their fault that they're fearful and they're scared. But of course, um, part of the blame lies on um the tabloids and the press. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. and Triggering. the wording that they that they use. Yeah, because. We are still a minority in this. The word is minority for a reason. Do you get me? Like, we're still a minority in this country to the extent that we we don't really hold much political influence, mm. right? Mm. We have a few faces in places, but to what degree do we, as, a black, as black people, yeah. hold political influence in the sense that we could change the law and when you look yeah. at law that's really like the cultural um that's like a cultural signifier right of like mm. of british like this this thing is very british because the law of britain that's why these same people are so terrified of sharia law because it's not british it's not british right mm-hmm. it's not just this thing of brown people um women in 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 burkas or what it's not just that it's this fear that change of law will change culture yeah and change their way of life yeah right so yeah so like these people are fearful of that change yeah 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 totally and they see that 
they see the first steps of that change happening with pulling down statues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I would argue that anybody that doesn't want those statues to be pulled down doesn't love England as much as I love England. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I love, I want this country to continue moving forward. I want this country to progress. I want this country to become more accepting of other people. I want yeah. this country to be, you know, to have a healthcare system that is equal and accessible for all. I would love this country to have education system that is equal and accessible for all. Anybody that doesn't yeah. want that progression of the country can't say that they love England. To have mm. a man, to have a, the, uh, um, a statue of a slave trader... Yeah like erected on a fucking in a multicultural street cannot love this country yeah I'm with you I agree right because that's regret that's that's like that's that's a regression that's a that's an age old way of thinking that's to say that yeah 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 that, you know that to not accept your whole history yeah. right and yeah. that's it. Like, we're not asking for no English history to be taught. We're asking for more English history to be taught. Yeah, yeah. We're asking for the full English history to exactly, be taught. Exactly, yeah, And yeah. for it not to be celebrated. The bad part's not to be celebrated. Yes. That's what a statue is. A statue exactly. is a celebration. Exactly. It isn't just heri- like heritage or history. It's an adornment. Yes. So, like, I, I just say, that's not what they want. Like you said, it's that they don't want culture change. And they, for some reason, are applying that to statues being taken down when it's already been going on for so long. And what I was uh, talking about earlier with the double thing, they don't mm. want the culture to be changed because they don't want things to be too different. But they love the cultures to be changed when it's the food or the clothes. They yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. when it comes to anything else, like, well, something they don't agree with, yeah. that they're, well, they're really fucking against it. Yeah. So yeah. how can you simultaneously love a different culture and hate it so much? Yeah, you know, which is a, such a just a, such a bizarre thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like these people I, are out there throwing racial slurs at people on the weekend, go home and have a have a fucking vindaloo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I, a madras, nice. have a curry. The black player because he's scoring yeah. the goals for your team. Do you know what I mean? You love him. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's just lack of education. It's just a miseducation, and and one that's just so baffling. You know, we could, there's definitely a lot of people out there that need a good unpacking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, dude, know your history, know about your DNA, know about everything about this 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 planet and what. Here's the thing, right? Um, culture and the way that people react to things. Now, let's look at this right now. We have, we have the two sides. With the Black Lives Matter side, we have we we've clearly seen what could be described as like the BMP of looking <laughs> what went down over the weekend. These sides are the Britain first, right? They call themselves Britain first. Oh, Britain, Britain first. first? <laughs> Britain first. Football Lads Association or something. Yeah, they call themselves everything, everything except for racist. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call themselves everything except for what they really are, which really is are. far right racist. So, so this was bound to. This is was a clear distinction be- between um, right and wrong, and uh, and it was always going. Like we said, it was it was always going to play out this way. I think I think what happens is the reaction, particularly in the media and bigger companies, whether it be Spotify or Netflix or these 
pixels and things. They they gravitate to the, the the moral duty just to make themselves look like they're in keeping with what people want their demand. You know, just, oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Now this is where it gets this is where it's gonna get interesting in 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 British society and culture. Because at the moment there is a class of people that are so neutral and have nothing more to say other than what is being uttered over a latte while they're nursing their kids in their pram and walking down the road, having nothing better to do but, you know, stroke their, their pooches and dogs. And they live in a bubble. They live in a bubble. Yeah. It's when it starts encroaching on what they believe their Britain is that all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hold on a minute. Oh, hold on a minute. I'm, I'm not sure about that, you know. You know? And then all of a sudden, it becomes on their end. And I don't know where this kind of filtering system has to, what processes it has to go to before it becomes yeah. an emergency on their cultural position. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean, Mighty Bush has been taken down? What do you mean, Little Britain's been taken down? Are you fucking mad? Do you know what I mean? Well, I feel like that, it is, though. I think, like, those middle ground people is the reason that this is starting to work more this time is because finally we have a counter to the traditional media, which is social media. And now they're getting both sides and they're now being able to decide which one they want to side with. And now we're starting to influence a little bit more change because it's becoming popular. Those middle ground people are always the ones that change everything in, a, in any kind of like... Yeah, totally. You go they're the ones you've got to get to the quickest. You've got exactly. to get to them... Who, decide who wins. Yeah. yeah. Like on the left, you stay on the left. On the right, you stay on the right. In the middle, they go either way. They're swing boats. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but then as well, that's to say that it's also to say that they are the only two options. It's like a two, you know I mean, like a two-party, a two-party um, fucking election. It's like when in reality, that's not necessarily the case. It's not Britain first or BLM, and and that and one is one is left and one is right in this very kind of uh, typical fashion. It's it is there is a middle ground for people to occupy whether or not we think they should be occupying it, but there is a middle ground of kind of not to say burying their head in the sand because that's maybe, yeah, uh, maybe a bit, you know, um, yeah, a bit derogatory to them, but then, but it's also that thing of if it doesn't affect them, why would they care? That's what I'm. Because that's, that's what it is for a lot of people, right? It's like if yeah. it doesn't affect them, why would they care? That's why right. would they like? You know, it's easy for them to see both sides. It's easy for them to see a Black Lives Matter march and mm -hmm. say, um, uh, "Oh well, look at the fucking mess that's made." They've, they, I mean, they've spray painted the Churchill statue, and the, if they want to get their point across, this is not how they should do it. Then there's easy to see the Britain first of what has happened over the weekend with these far right racists and say, oh, look at them. They're just out there drunk and they're fucking fighting police and there's not a black person in sight for them to protest against. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's when you're presented with two options like that, well, you have really, you don't, do you know what I mean? For a lot of people, I would imagine that they don't have any choice but to just occupy this middle ground of, well, fuck it. It doesn't affect me. Let yeah. them let them fight among themselves. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's really, really kind of I think the attitude that a lot of um middle class take of let the plebs fight among themselves. Yeah, yeah, that and that's that's kind of where I feel like where we're at in kind of breaking through those 
those attitudes with those classes of people and it's really i mean without generalizing as well because you know i feel it like as a white person myself i've seen i've seen people completely change like i've changed as a person like you know you think you know stuff because you grew up on the culture but Mm. bro like i've learned like i've become so much more aware of things now a lot more like white privilege is real like very, very real, and I now understand how much that has been very real to to me. I've, but I never, my the white in me would be like, oh, how dare dare you? I'm not, I'm not like that kind of white person. But by default, I will never understand what black people have gone through, and in equal measure, I will never under, I will never. I'll be, I'm oblivious to my privilege. Me growing up between the, the, the informative years of my childhood, by design, uh, whether it be the, the toys I'm playing with, the people that they put on TV, it's just a kind of given that your privilege is just, it, it's just there. And this is, you know, I mean, I always used Public Enemy as my news report, you know, that's, that was always my understanding of a bigger picture but at no point have i ever had the opportunity to really assess what how systemic it all is do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah but it was never addressed was it and like i was speaking to somebody about this the other day is moving away just a little bit it isn't just about understanding white privilege it's a lot more than that it's about racism sexism homophobia it's all of it because if you're not taught about it if you're not taught to understand or or uh, be able to see it, then you just won't ever address it. You don't think about it very much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this all needs to be changed from the base. We need to start teaching people, and like uh, when they're young, about just being uh, accepting in general. Do you know what I mean? Or opening their eyes to uh, things that they might feel uh, is wrong that mm. they should start addressing it or standing up to it, you know what I mean? Rather than that you were just saying, staying in the middle and burying your head in the sand about it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't get anywhere. It doesn't get anywhere. And I think, it, uh, you know, just going back to, to, to you guys as, a, as, a, as an entity or, uh, and, and your... I've always felt there's a mission brief within Bob Villain. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's, I mean, the, but the, the name suggests, do you know what I mean? The, the Bob villain of the, of the, the punk pack, you know what I mean? Like the people that are there to ruffle some feathers. And my stance on it is, look, I've known you boys for a long time. And if I hadn't known you, the, the commentary and the conversations that you're throwing out on the album could be quite hard for people to understand. Yeah, or quite hard for people to accept. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, definitely. But I think what's really fucking key is, particularly white people, grow some fucking balls, listen to the listen to the truth, the facts, listen to what's going on, and don't automatically get defensive. You have to accept that this is fucking happening. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, because. Again, if I'm not of a certain, if I, if I, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't belong to a certain group, demographic, whatever, and they come to me and say, well, you wouldn't know this because you don't suffer this, right? Mm. You don't, you, like, 
Like imagine it imagine me as a man, <clears throat> a very basic example. Imagine me as a man saying to a woman, well, like the threat of rape is not really, it's not really like a real thing, is it? It's not a real fucking problem. Like, so I've walked home tons of times on a dark night and 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 no one's ever fucking had a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, there might be a few bad people out there, but it, it would sound like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's to say, because I don't fit, because I don't go through this, somebody that is not of this fucking demographic, they're not of this group of people. You don't go through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. right? And that is that's like a very basic example of it. Like, imagine me as a man telling a woman that the threat of rape is not is non-existent. It doesn't really exist, or it's not as mm. bad as it's not as bad as she thinks it is. Mm. You sound like a fucking idiot. People say the same thing about mental health, don't they? Anyone that's not... Exactly, exactly, right? Exactly. Because I don't suffer from this condition, well, fucking just get over it, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? But it's so hard to quantify, do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. You can't show them such a a very black and white uh, version of things. People don't want to, or they find it hard to understand, do you know what I mean? Yes. But I think Mm -hmm. at the moment, what we're seeing is white people understand or start to realize that, oh, there is a certain, there are certain luxuries that I'm afforded in life by default, just because the way that I, just because the color of my skin, there are certain luxuries that I'm afforded that these, this group of people are not afforded. And we know that within our own, um, within our own culture, within our own people, is that like the certain luxuries that I'm afforded being lighter skinned than somebody that is dark skinned. Mm-hmm. Like there are mm-hmm. certain, like, and that's something that I have to, I have to, um, you know, I have to address at certain times. Like there are certain luxuries that I'm afforded being lighter skinned than, you know, some dark skinned brothers out there that are not afforded those same luxuries because mm-hmm. of course in the West, the lighter, the better, right? Yeah. The lighter, the better. So like, okay, white, okay, great. Black, but not too black, great. Black, but black, do you know what I mean? It's like, it yeah. gets, like, as it gets darker, the perception gets worse, the perception gets more, whatever it is, more clouded, more racist. Yeah, totally, totally. So we know this within our own people. We know this colorism. We know that this is an issue. Mm. Um, and I think now what we're seeing is people that were not unaware that these that you know the way that we're policed is very different, mm. right? Mm. It's like mm. I think they're they're coming to see that of like oh shit yeah fuck okay yeah. the way that we grew up is very different. Do you know what I mean the yeah. way that the, like our experiences throughout school the, the educational system is is very different because black boys, for example, are are um, perceived to have a negative outlet, uh, a negative um, attitude when concerning education. Now we know that this is not necessarily true, mm-hmm. but the way that those teachers, again, like the how the way that the police police certain communities because they see them as more dangerous, more violent, whatever. So the way that these teachers teach these children differs just simply based off of skin color 
That's it, wow. right? It's, it's just it's yeah. just that, just based off of skin color. The way that these teachers teach these kids is different. And so we have to start acknowledging that these differences are not just in the way that um that we're policed, but also in the in in our ability to um secure housing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, exactly. In, 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 like our uh, like the perception, if especially private housing, if you go into an estate agent, me going into an estate agent is going to have a harder time going into a estate agent than you because it's like, oh well, fuck you. Know, we can't move him in there because he's going to be playing that fucking jungle music and you know what I mean, or that we're going to be playing his rap music and that all loud yeah, and yeah. don't want him having parties. You know, you can't. You, you, they can't smoke. They're going to be smoking weed in there, and da, da, da. there's yeah. all of these things, right? Stigma, go, stereotypes, that, 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 like they out. flick through people's heads like yeah. that quicker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In a millisecond. That so we have to understand that these are things that affect us on every on every level, yeah. right? Yeah. From every single level, whether it's policing, housing, healthcare, education, these are things that we have to we face on a regular basis yeah. and other yeah. people are not you know other people are afforded a luxury of ignorance right if they yeah, don't yeah. Into it, is afforded a, a luxury of ignorance of just well ah, come on man like the teacher yeah, yeah, ain't yeah. being that way because because you're black she's just that because well, she's a yeah. do you know what I mean or right. he's a dickhead do you know what I mean he's just like mm. that but it's like yeah. well, <laughs> then why is it then that I'm do you know what I mean that like I'm receiving a harsher punishment for the same disobedient act as John. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's the same, and it's the same throughout the prisons. Do you know what I mean? Throughout policing yeah. and prisons, like we know this, we know that people of color, black people in particular, face harsher sentences mm. for the same crime than their white counterpart. And that's at its core one of them. These these examples that you're giving now are these are the shiny examples of like what needs to be flattened out and restructured. Yes, in, yes, in, of course, yeah, of course, and it um, happens top down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen bot, bottom up. It happens top down because these are not issues that Britain first are fucking. Uh, Britain first do not affect how I am educated. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Britain mm. first. These like racist far right fucking whatever football lads that they want to call themselves don't do they don't affect the way that I'm policed yeah, they don't yeah. affect that do you know what I mean yeah, they, yeah, might affect, they might affect my ability to have a like to have a drink in peace do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. when that's, one of them gets right. a bit rowdy and starts saying something fine yeah. that's an issue that I can deal with on the ground but in terms of access to healthcare, yeah. access to education, access to um, rent, renting a place like living exactly yeah. these are things that happen up here yeah Right, and that's where the change needs to happen. Exactly, and exactly down. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, yeah. And on that, on that very well, close to that subject, with the release of the album, you you would you were certainly it was a funny. Uh, I mean, you chose to release it early for all the right reasons, and and what well, the fuck? I mean, you've always been proactive. It's it's uh, it's actually staggering how much work you guys put in, and like you're just relentless, keep on putting stuff out. But this one was very poignant, and. You you know you went to various PR companies, various labels, A and R's, people to get behind this at the time it, and and at the speed you wanted it, and the the attitude was met very mixed, and a lot of it with with a, a level of resistance of like 
worrying about what their bosses was going to say about a particular song or worried about. Yeah. Am I right in saying that? Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, but how long have we, we've been playing some of these songs for, how long have we been playing oh, Pulled Pork? Well, bro, that's been, it's one of the, f- year and a half at least. At least, really? at least we've been playing Pulled Pork, a song about police violence for anybody that hasn't heard the the the, the release. Is, mm. You know what I mean? It has gone through changes and stuff. We, it's like kind of, I guess how any band kind of maybe plays the song, fine tunes it, da, 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 and then they release it, right? Like you play it, test it out live, see how it does. So we've been playing that song, yeah, for like a fucking what, yeah, year and a half. Yeah. Year, like, do you know what I mean? We've had some of these songs even like, yeah, Save Yourself, been, you know, we've had that for a while. I think mm. even We Live Here, when did, like, we haven't played it much out, but I think when we were, you know, when we were in Netherlands at one point, I think, did, yeah. I, I think I played it, didn't I? Or, and, and you were like, oh, this is, this is so, thing. And, and, and it was like, that was fucking, that was a while ago. Now, mm-hmm. of course, we took it to various people because we, we, of course, we want to reach the masses. We want to get this out as far as possible, right? Everybody kind of turned us turned it down. Do you get me? But now, now what we're seeing and what we've talked about is like, do you see what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you beep things? Do it. I can, can beep, beep things, things in it because oh, I just okay. don't want a thing, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We in the past in four within within four days. Yeah, yeah. our name was on three times. In four days, we're on three times, three different mm-hmm. times. One was um, on the day of the release, I think. One was a review of the release. And the second was an interview that I'd done quickly with him, right? Mm-hmm. Three days, um, three times, three separate times in four days. Now, they have yeah. shown support before, right? You're going to have to beep their name. I just don't want to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They for have sure. shown support before. But not to that fucking extent. Do you yeah, get me? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. not three times in four days extent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. we have never been on a Spotify playlist. Yeah? You keep their name in. We've never been on a Spotify playlist before. Okay? Mm-hmm. Never. And we have pitched multiple times and have people of various influence pitch multiple times. Blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Now we are on two playlists. Now we're mm-hmm. on two of the main... Uh, we're on the punk playlist and the rock playlist. Yeah? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This has all happened very, very quick. The song has been out. The song We Live Here is on these playlists. The song has been out for two and a half months now. Yeah. Two and a half months. Now, I looked at some of the other artists on here, right? This is the most I've ever seen black artists on these playlists. Some mm-hmm. of the songs are from 2018. That is how clueless these people are. It's like, oh shit, we just, we need to fucking diversify this fucking yeah, playlist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, shit, this shit is looking very, very, very Caucasian. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So we need to get this playlist and add some color to it before somebody calls us racist. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Before yeah, somebody yeah. notices and they call us racist. Yeah. So now you've got them scrambling looking around for black faces mm. and black voices, chuck them on, chuck them on. It doesn't matter if it's fucking three years old. Just put it on the fucking playlist. Yeah. These are things that when we see, it's... Well, we, la- we like we laugh about it, right? 
Because if we didn't laugh about it, bro, we'd have to be in tears, bro, or yeah, we'd yeah, have to dude, be dude. sat there screwing because we <laughs> see that it's not it's not genuine. It's not because you care about the music. It's not because now you suddenly understand the message. It's because exactly. this message has always been relevant. Yeah. And now you have to put it on. Otherwise, yeah. you could possibly just get aired out on social yeah, media. Yeah, totally. And your shit is done, as we see, right? It's like, and I don't necessarily agree with that trial by social media. But these brands now have got to be, they're, you know, you can see them trying to make a, you know, whether that change is genuine or not, we'll we'll see in the future if they continue this, this they keep this energy, right? Yeah. But yeah, definitely. When we've been taking this stuff to people, it's just, oh, it's, like, it's fucking, it's just too extreme. It's just too black. Do you know what I mean? No one wants to hear shit about racism, dude. Yeah, White people yeah, ain't yeah. going to buy music about racism. Yeah. You're nobody wrong. The rock the boat, though. Where before it was cool and before it was popular, like you said, nobody wanted to touch it. But all of a sudden, it's at the forefront and it's what we're all talking about. And it's like, no, but I knew about this. Yeah. Yeah, I knew Bob Dylan. Yeah, I was like, but the thing is, like, there's only very few. Like, you're one kill. You've supported us from it's the start. Do you know what I mean? There's Jackie in Netherlands. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. From the start. She's been there. For all the other guys, all these PR guys that we were talking about this other day, years ago, we yeah. fucking came up. And we were saying, yeah. you help us out. They didn't want to get involved. And now they're messaging us back. Like, have you got a representation, by the way? Uh but I shit you not, man wow. sent an email three years ago, or like two and a half when we first started, with some of this same same music that now, I swear down, mm. man sent a message saying, yo, uh, this has just come back around, actually. I think now's the right time. It's like, yeah, of course you fucking do. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. you think it's the right time. Of course. Because that's that's who we're talking about. When we say, when this video is made, and I was saying that we took it to various people and da 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 that's who we're talking about. Yeah. Of course, I didn't, I'm not saying names because, uh, again, trial by social media, I don't want that. But, mm. like, these are things that we have been facing. And that, again, is that that thing of, like, privilege, right? Because yeah, right. let, let like, let idols or Sleaford mods or one of these, like, bands that has a white fan base, white people in the band and a white fan base, majority mm-hmm. white fan base, speak up about racism about immigration about sexism and it's just bravo round of applause do you know what I mean it's a stand and no fuck invasion mm-hmm. but let let a feminist punk band stand up yeah and say like let the me- let menstrual cramp well, I don't know if they want to class themselves as feminists <laughs> right but like let the menstrual cramps or <clears throat> witch fever stand up and say um oh like you know talk about feminist struggles or female struggles, right? Mm-mm. But nobody want to hear it. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear it's it. And it's the same, it's right? To them. It's too, and it's, it's too the ha- same. When yeah. we're talking about racism, oh, nobody wants to hear that shit from you guys. We want to hear it from yeah. the people that don't even face it. We yeah, want it yeah, to yeah. be digestible. We want it from people that they can relate with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. When you're just saying it, when you're living and experiencing it and you're, you have to anger about it, not that these people don't truly believe it's bad, but when it comes directly from the people experiencing it, it ain't so appealing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Fucking, it's just a lot more fucking class and it's a lot more visceral. I mean, because yes. we, truth fucking truth. hurts. That's what it is. It really hurts. And it's 
you really being told the truth. It's yeah. not being told that you shouldn't like this and you should do this. It's yeah. telling you what the fuck it really is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? What racism it is, what racism is, what it does to us every day, how we experience things and like how we have to navigate our lives by a completely different set of rules. Yeah. It's hard to accept. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah, not totally. digestible. It doesn't still make you feel good at the end of things. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that may be, right? That may be like the determining factor of whether or not it gets through or not, like whether or not somebody pushes it to radio or whatever. Do you feel good after this? Yeah, because yeah. that's what it is. We're aiming at you. We're yeah. aiming at the person that, is, that, that has to accept that, that has to come to grips with their privilege. That's who you. we're aiming at, right? Thousand when, percent. When other it's bands relatable, the when whole other bands are not relatable. doing, and not going through these issues, yeah. Well, then who are they aiming at? It's this very airy fairy kind of up there, somewhere yeah. kind of, um, you know, kind of racism's wrong. It's yeah, yeah, of course we know that, dude. But you can't give me an example of when you faced it. Same yeah, way yeah, I can't yeah. give you an example of when I faced sexism. Do you get me? So yeah, let yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, of course, I could tell you it's wrong, but let me give center stage to somebody that knows no, exactly. what they're talking about, right? It let suddenly, me give center it stage. Become, yeah, it suddenly becomes re- relatable in a sense that if you if you over if you overcome that initial fear of truth, that feeling of uh, protectiveness of your own like individuality and not wanting to be painted with the same brush, all those stigmas that come with that. Um, as as a general society, like you look at the body of work and it, you 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 understand, then that in theory is designed to make you feel a little bit more, give a little bit more clarity, feel feel like you're you, you can add value to it, and like you say, make so make you yourself feel good that you're on a on, on a mission to make these issues bring them to life, bring them to the forefront. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure, and, and 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 I think what it does as well is it makes people have to come to come to grips with with um, with their privilege and yeah. with their position in this world, and maybe yeah. with you know with previous um, with their you know if they've recognised their privilege and they and they're you know they're making a change and they're out there marching and protesting and reading and educating themselves, then it kind of you know. It then fine. It's not necessarily for you. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Mm. It's not. It's not for you. It's not going to mm-hmm. spark any new feeling, maybe for you, because you've already come to this, come to terms with it. But mm-hmm. you know, it's others that maybe necessarily haven't necessarily come to terms with it. And um, yeah, I think it just kind of rubs, you know, rubs them the wrong way. But then that's the fucking point of it all. Maybe that's all. And you know what? It um, makes you think as well. If it's rubbing you the wrong way, you should yeah. really think about why it is. Oh yeah, for right. sure. Because you can see it. Do you know what I mean? Like some people just, some people will just. Oh, this is. Oh yeah, well is me. Yeah, fuck it. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. well, it's yeah. just like, I'm just speaking. What is what happened? I'm not making none of this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, making. It's, this telling you the story of like the first time man was called nigger. It's a very, it's a true story. Do you know what I mean? And it's this a, is just like one little piece of a, of a story. One a very little you. piece. Very little piece. Tiny, a tiny piece. But when you look at it, it's really a big piece because a seven-year-old should not have to be going through it or eight-year-old mm. should not be, should have to be, do you know what I mean, coming to grips with this this very strange thing of, mm. of uh, 
oh, I'm alien. I'm different, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like do all. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, it's a very small piece because there's fucking stories for days. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a very small piece that, again, it's a very, it's very plainly put, right? Yeah. yeah. Some and of these actually, other bands cannot give you that story. They cannot give right. you that story. That's right. They might be able to give you a story of the first time they called somebody nigger. Do you know what I mean? And they're just, but they can't give you that story. Yeah, that's right. And these are things, again, that kind of we talk about while we're traveling around and things of just like, you know, just our life experiences and these kind of, and these almost, not universal as to say that we all go through them, but this shared kind of existence, this shared experience that we all kind of, all have some to some degree, you know, lived. I mean, we and do to a degree all go through it. Though. We, I mean, I don't know a black man that ain't been called nigger. I don't know a black man that hasn't been stopped in search. I don't know a black man that hasn't had trouble and been like, you know, verbally abused or had the police come and they get pulled over, even mm. though they might have called the police or they're not the one that's causing the trouble. Yeah. Like, I would say we do all have these experiences. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not all as uh, as often, or they might not be as uh, as harsh, but we all have them. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I said there's not a black boy that I know, black man, sorry, that I know that hasn't been or had an encounter with the police, a negative encounter with the police. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Know. All my brothers, all my friends, cousins, uncles, everybody. Yeah, and that 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 you know that in itself. Should really tell should really tell the audience something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That in itself yeah. should really tell you something, you know, of like being stopped and searched and for no reason. Because this is another thing that I think some people have a hard time coming to grips with is that mm-hmm. these things do happen for yeah. no reason. Yeah. Right? They yeah. do ha- like you're just gonna have to take my word for it. Yeah. They do. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Man, walk- what you're talking about on record are isolated moments, but but should be treated and magnified for what yes. exactly what it exactly. is. Exactly, exactly. Because man can leave the house, go walk to the shop, get stopped and searched, and oh yeah, you match a description of somebody that's been doing burglaries in the area. Mm. How many times man have to hear that? I don't mm. even know. You match yeah. the description of somebody who've had a, quite a few burglaries in the area. But I live in the area. Where the burglaries happen? I got stopped at 12 because, uh, well, for terrorism, they said. They wanted to check my bag for, because of the new terrorism act. They thought that I looked like somebody who fits the profile. I need to search your belongings. I was 12 and I was by myself. Do you know what I mean? I'm a child. That is insane. But that's a child, bro. Exactly. And, that, and then you what? expect these kids to come out the other side. Un, uh, unaffected. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just fucking angry. madness. And have the same view of the police that our white counterparts have. Yeah. Our yeah. white classmates have. And that has a knock-on effect with you. Us. You yeah, can't exactly. walk down the road without feeling like it could pop at any minute or that you've got to be extra courteous or attentive to people that are around you because yes. of that profile that they've created of you. Yeah. Yes, ex- exactly. Like this, exactly. That profile that they have created in their own head, right? Yeah. Without coming into contact with even anybody like ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. The, yeah. This, this, this profile and perception that they've created affects the way that then we have to behave around yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of like, drive you mad. 
drives yeah, you mad. Oh, mate, it's, it's a, a full time job. It really is tiring. It's a full time job. And to the extent where now it's just like, I don't give a, like, do you know what I mean? And it gets mm. to that point of just like, we like, just I don't care how my, I don't care how how my how my presence makes you feel. I just don't care if it makes you feel kind of scared or intimidated or whatever. Because you know what, man's just trying to go about my day and that's yeah. it, and not yeah, doing yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. trying to live and exist. Um, on the subject of on the subject of Joe Public, um, I wonder how I wonder what your audience when when the lockdowns freed up and the gigs start coming. I wonder. Because you just come off the back of an American tour, the yeah. publicity that surrounds. I mean, I noticed on the first podcast that the the leverage of the change of tide and um, attention on on Bob Villain from a, from a spectator and a friend. I, I wonder what the venues are going to be like. I wonder what audience that's they're going to be make. filled with black and red antifa armbands, mate. <laughs> that's what they're going to be filled with, no doubt. Especially in especially a. a Abroad, isn't it? Especially in in Germany and Netherlands, yeah. man. That um, that's not mine. Is that your? Oh, that's mine. Hold on one second. But yeah, man, that that audience over there, they show out, man, for sure. Uh-huh. Right, they uh-huh. show out for sure. And um, you've you know, really got a good rapport with your that. audience now, man. Like, yeah, it's such. I'm so proud to see it. It's like you guys have, you got like, you got you got. It's a church of villain. It's the Church of Ville, exactly like you planned. It's now starting to, you're bringing a congregation through now, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And all are welcome, you know, but just don't be a dick. <laughs> Simple. Just don't be a dickhead. <laughs> Simple, right? It's like, all are welcome, but just don't be a dick. Be open, do you know what I mean? Because that's really what it is. It's like, just be open because I think to enjoy the music, you have to be open to enjoy the live show, you have to be open because the live show is very different. If you're, you know what I mean? If you're used to seeing, if you're used to going to watch live bands, it's different. If you're used to going and watch rappers, it's different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to be open. So I think that's kind of, that's what it is really. Is like, yeah. yeah. And by design, like, you know, I don't know, man. I think, I think going to a gig is, 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 is you, you've got to be challenged to a certain degree. You've got to want to explore, ain't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem to be a problem. When we, when we do like the, when we main build the shows, yeah. like when we're, when, when it's kind of like our show, it, that's not really a problem, is it? I think it's like kind of when we're on as like a support or something yeah. and other people have come to see, like, you know, they've come to see the main band and then they've maybe mm-hmm. checked out one or two of our songs. I think that's usually when there's... Not problem, I don't say problem, but when there's a... It's usually when you the don't, com- You don't know where the land lies in your... Comments are. So kind of, that's when someone, you know, usually comments on something or whatever. And it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, good or bad, do you know what I mean? Oh, I weren't really expecting that from you boys, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> weren't Every expecting that it's like what you mean is that you didn't know black people made punk music do you get me that's really yeah. just say what you mean and mean what you say so, so um, yeah it is interesting when we do the kind of the support stuff because um, mm. you know people don't know what to expect and um, and at the same time we don't know what to expect because we know that that audience is not necessarily there for us and they're not necessarily familiar with our setup and our politics and our, you know, our, our political leaning or whatever it is. Our uh, it's like what, it's like what we said in, in the profile piece. It's like both grime 
and punk have become so passe. It's like it needs an injection of aggression. It needs an injection mm. of truth. It needs an injection of... Uh, it, it, it needs to be what the platforms, the scenes were designed for. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, the fact sure. that, I love the fact that in my opinion, you know, at a time where everything is so electronically generated and to be quite honest, it's, it's so fucking neutral. Do you know what I mean? It's so middle of the road. It's, you know, it's a lot of music nowadays is like, yo, how can, how can things have gone backwards so much? Like, I love the fact that you guys really bring it live and it feels like the genre, it all fits the genres. You And it, it, you're the only band, you're the only band I know in the, in that world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, we live it, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, like there's a different, I think there's, there's just a, a different level of enthusiasm and commitment you can have to something when you really do truly believe it and it's important to yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? I think that... Walk it, are you talking? Say, it's exactly. Like, yeah. this is something that we want to get out. We ex- know that we experience, we know other people experience. We want people to understand. We want to make a difference. Yeah. So we put in 100% every time we go out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we like, live it, yeah, we live it. We live it, man. So. Nothing, nothing beats a fucking good mission brief. It makes you appreciate the process to the to the second you do it. Yeah, and it's you know the action, the action afterwards as well. You know, so once we've achieved, once we've uh, once we've written down what our goals are, what we what we wish to achieve with this, it's the action that starts to you know what I mean to get that to further that sort of thing. So yeah. you know, yeah, the writing, the music, and the kind of the topics and themes explored in those in that music and and mm. the lyrics and that is just one part of it but also another part of it is us kind of like building um you know maybe within our own communities and 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 kind of changing even the way that we perceive people mm-hmm. and helping to change the way that people perceive us whether that's in our own communities or or outside of our communities totally. um you know, if it's getting out and, you know, like going to a march, then it's going to a march. If it's raising money, then it's raising money. If it's, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, yeah. this is what this is what we do. It's not just, it's not, it's not for show. It's not, yeah. I mean, it's the shit that we care, we care about this care shit. About, yeah. for, for real, for real. Like, you know, and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that shines through and um, and we can continue to grow and, you know, people can continue to grow with us and we can continue to expand on our um on our knowledge and expand on our um on the topics and themes and how we get them across and um and also the direct action that we take hopefully we can build upon that so that we can create things for our communities create things for our people create things that do you know um further the development of of us as a people and um yeah, I know that's something that we're quite passionate about, you know. Reacting to the ebbs and flows of society as and when you need to draw out your you know what I mean? Yeah, so we're you know, um, this is what we do. Well, it's been fucking great, boys. It's been a good chat. And uh yeah, without it's... question, go get this fucking album, man. It's fucking fire. Get on Bandcamp, innit? Yeah, Bandcamp only. Yeah, Bandcamp only. Yeah, we're not letting vultures take anything from us. There you go. Exactly. 
Exactly. Um, and playlist, listen, but... boys, thank you so much for the fucking exclusive. I feel pretty privy to the conversation, particularly as you've uh, um, you've quite rightly uh, deferred some some publications for all the, the reasons we mentioned. But you know, Who's gone? I think I think as a whole. Uh, for for a well balanced conversation of us knowing each other long enough, it's it, it's been pretty fucking cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, big up Bob Villa inside the place. It's Killer Keller podcast. Yeah, we've been playing around here strictly the legit. These all right, go spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I repeat, do not sleep on my repeat. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're out of fashion. Cheers, boys. Peace. Peace.